Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Friday. Today is February 9th, 2024, and it is National Bubble Gum Day. A friend of mine gave me like a bag of candy, and so I've been eating airheads <laughs> and I've been eating um what are those sour like sour heads for like the past week. I've had more bubble gum in the past week than I have had like in the last five years. So shout out to people sending their friends random bags of candy. Um, I, as a candy lover, appreciate things like that. Coming up today, I know you appreciate what we got for you. It ain't candy, but it is joy. Black joy to be specific. We're going to play the word game. Also, we've got this week's public seals announcement. And I'm going to hit you with the black spin. All that's happening because that's what we do right here on a Black Joy Friday. So make sure to keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Supreme, give him a little bit of this. A story of black joy. NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal is making a slam dunk move off the court by investing in campus. Campus is a startup college that is dedicated to revolutionizing the community college educational experience. Shaq made a hefty $29 million investment, joining forces with other influential CEOs to address the persisting issues of low graduation rates in community college. Shaq says, I heard Jeff Bezos say, if you're investing in things that's going to change people's lives, you'll always get a great return on your investment. That was solid. <laughs> I saw you like drop in. I yeah, was like, oh, go he's, about to, he's about to really hit us with it. All right. He is not only embracing a new role as an educational advocate, but is also aligning himself with a venture poised to give college students the tools they need to succeed. I love to see this. I love to hear it. You know, I think on a really, really basic note, education is revolutionary in a country that has continuously pressed education and continues to do that right now, even in specific areas of African-American studies. Right. And African-American history. And they they consider education to be representational of access. Right. And resources like that's what the Ivy Leagues is like. Only certain people get to go to these places. Remember, I will always remind us of this. They didn't want us to read. It was against the law to read. It was punishable by death to read. So to continue to be an advocate for education and to put your money behind it in this way is radical and revolutionary. So appreciates that. I appreciate Jack for doing that. I think that was a really big move on his part. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And then it's time for us to get into the word game of the week where we test TJ and Supreme on the words that we have been learning all week long. All right. We're going to get into it. TJ, what is your sound? 
Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Supreme, how about you? Oh. <laughs> All right. Grammy theme. All right. Let's get into it. These words were actually really hard uh, this week. So I'm going to start light, but I'm just going to give you, we're just going to keep it classic. I'm going to give you the word. You're going to give me the meaning and we'll see who can get the answers. All right. Oh. First word is, let's just start easy. Emote. Oh. Yes, Supreme. That means to show emotions. That is correct. Yes. That is correct. To express emotion in a very dramatic or obvious dramatic, way. Yes. Can you he use it in a sentence? Um, Jay-Z was very emote when he showed love for his wife at the Grammy Awards. That is an incorrect way of using the word. I was trying to keep the Jay-Z thing going. I mean, TJ, you can get a point here. Jay-Z was emoting mm, his feelings about his wife never receiving that Grammy. Yes. Nice, TJ. Yes. Nice. All right. Next word is Sangfroid. <sighs> Drop it like a Drop it like Yes, TJ. Sangfroid has something to do with being calm. I mean, it, um, it has something to do with it, but what is it that it has to do with it? I think that's enough. I think that's sufficient. I would, I, <laughs> I would be the judge of that. <laughs> uh, the reason why it's not sufficient is because it's it's attracted. I mean, it's attached to calmness in a specific scenario. Okay, that's all I got. All right. Well, that's not enough. Yeah, you got me on that one. So it's the ability to stay calm in difficult or dangerous difficult, situations, yeah. right? It's not just being calm. Yeah. It's not just being calm. It's like, can you be calm? Now, TJ, you can still get a point if you can use it in a sentence. I was very sang Freud during the pandemic. Really? No. Mm. <laughs> I'm not using it in a sentence. <laughs> no. Um, all right. Well, you just got a point. So TJ's got two. Supreme has one. Next word. Chap fallen. I just want to remind everybody that this was the word that DJ Supreme suggested was when someone has chap lips and their lips yeah. have become chap fallen. <laughs> Got me licking my lips. <laughs> okay, hello. Like, are you feeling down? Um, fallen down. Yes. That is correct. That is correct. It means cast down in spirit. I can use it in a sentence if you'd like me to. <laughs> well, Supreme, you have to first defer to TJ. Okay. Can you use it in a sentence? I won't give a sentence to him because I, I can't. <laughs> I'm feeling very chat-fallen about the results of this game today. Uh, well, don't be because you're tied. Okay. <laughs> All right, this is the too. last one. Last one. Prognosticate. Drop it like it's hot. Oh, okay. Oh, Confident. That's, that's like um, when you when you for, when you see it coming or you be uh, predicted yeah. that it's that is correct. That is correct. Can you use it in a sentence? I prognosticate the summer is on the way. Ah, uh, I don't like that. I don't like I don't that, like that like either. Like I don't think that's a good one. Yeah, I don't like that. No, no, Supreme, it's not your turn. TJ winning in this game today. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> well, she didn't. It's a tie. Yay! <laughs> it is a tie right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Y'all, try your best to use these words in a sentence this weekend. Let's expand our vocabularies and expand our, our way to communicate and express ourselves. Chat fallen, sang Freud, emote, and prognosticate. All right? I prognosticate that when we come back, we're going to continue to listen, laugh, and learn. Because maybe that's what we do right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep the Amanda Seal Show. We up. 
Can y'all feel it? A release of realism. It's happening, whether you like it or not. So I suggest everybody get on board. You know? And when I say get on board, I mean really reevaluate. Look around at the people in your life. Look into yourself. And really ask yourself, what are your metrics of truth, of love, of friendship, of relationships, of business. Like it's time to do a real reassessment, okay? Forget the exit interview. This is the entrance interview into a new era. And it's gonna start with you. So get busy. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. Did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that. The Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody's rule. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I'm not available to take your call right now, but I want to know what's on your mind. So you know what to do with the beep. Leave me a message. Hey, Amanda. My name is Savory. I'm calling from New Jersey. I love the show. Listen to it every single day. But I wanted to just say that um, in regards to the conversation with Jay-Z and Beyonce in the album of the year, I think that people should really look at his entire speech. People are hyper-focusing on the fact that he brought up Beyonce's um, lack of an album of the year win when really he was just using her situation as an example for a larger issue within the Grammy organization. Um, and two, in terms of Beyonce being a single artist, uh, I'm going to have to disagree. Her being a single artist, maybe I would say that if we were talking about a Dangerously in Love or a I Am Sasha Fierce Beyonce, but a post-self-titled, post-Lemonade, post-Renaissance, Beyonce, there's no way that she's going to be considered, that she can even be considered uh, a singles artist. First of all, she doesn't even focus on singles as heavily as other artists do. She is one of the few people who focuses on releasing a cohesive body of work. So her being a singles artist, I think that's that's a little late. And I don't think that anyone who's familiar with what she's done in the last 10 years or regarding her career would really agree there. But I love you guys. I love you guys. And bye. One thing about Beyonce, she going to bring out the passion. You hear mm-hmm. me? <laughs> yeah, she brings them out. <laughs> she brings out the passion. Thank you so much for giving us a call. Y'all know the number, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 855 We got more show for you right here on a fun day Friday at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
Carter, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Happy Friday. Happy birthday to Michael B. Jordan and Joe Pesci. And uh, shout out to everybody who makes Joe Pesci a part of their Christmas tradition. Because I definitely watch Home Alone every year. And uh, it's like it's the first time. I know some of y'all are like, oh, when you said Joe Pesci, I thought of Goodfellas. When you said Joe Pesci, I thought of Casino. I know. I know that's what you all thought, but I am a child. So I thought of Home Alone. (laughs) All right. Now, coming up this hour, we're spreading more black joy. Kathy Hughes, the founder and chairwoman of Radio One Inc., will join us to talk about the film Origin. And I'm going to share some things I learned this week. And we'll get into the voicemail because I love when you all call us up. All right. So stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Said It. And give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And on a Black Joy Friday, we got to give you these. A story of Black Joy. All right, Kevin D. Williams, an accomplished author, speaker, and entrepreneur, is committed to sharing the secrets of success with Black startups. He's the author of the best-selling book, Unlocking Opportunities, the ultimate guide to excelling at networking events and crafting the perfect elevator pitch. Kevin says networking is often overshadowed by technical skills, yet it is a critical but underrated aspect of professional success. He has generated a six-figure income for his business through networking. Over the next two years, Kevin is on a mission to offer free webinars and distribute 50,000 copies of his book while also providing coaching to 1,000 startup small business owners and college students. The webinar is online now and I need to sign up. Because we all need some help in this area who are entrepreneurs. Uh, shout out to Levy. Uh, she had posted this uh, series of tweets where she was saying, you know, last year she ended up losing a bunch of money because she realized that she ended up having to shift her company and its direction based on post-pandemic stuff. And she made a lot of mistakes that she said ended up costing her money. And she was like, so all of y'all who be acting like entrepreneurship is some easy thing or who be shaming people for not doing entrepreneurship and for being in a nine to five, she was like, cut it out. Okay. This is boot camp. It yeah. is continuously trying you, testing you. And even if, even when it's enriching you, it still means, though, that it's a constantly moving thing that you have yes. to stay on top of. And yes. I can definitely say that. I told y'all earlier this week that I felt Katherine mm-hmm. Johnson black because I was having to do the mathematicals of trying yes. to recreate how my business is going to function moving forward. So shout out to uh, Kevin D. Williams, if he's around your way, get that book. He's giving them away. Yes, yes. As a husband to an entrepreneur, it is no joke. Fire in the flames. Yes. Fire in the flames. (laughs) We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. 
Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And I am here with the founder and chairperson of Urban One Incorporated, Ms. Kathy Hughes. I'll have to take you on the road with me. I like that introduction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Come on, baby. I'm there. I'm there. Okay. Thank you. I'm so happy. Let me officially welcome you to the family. And I told you before we start recording, Tom Joyner sends you a virtual hug and tell your mama that he sends her a real one. <laughs> I love the differentiation. Thank you to the fly jock. That is such a vote of confidence to receive that from both of you all and uh, coming back to the radio space. So thank you all for real, for real. We were so excited to hear that you were going to be joining us and, you know, just sharing your thoughts on a number of really pertinent topics that are going on right now. So I want to just jump it off. We haven't spoken about this film yet because we said we're going to wait because we got Miss Hughes coming to the table. And so I would love to hear um, your thoughts. Uh, A lot of people have been telling me, Mandy, you got to go see the movie Origin. You got to go see the movie Origin. When I went to see the movie Origin, the white lady who was checking my ticket was like, oh, this is a big one. This is a good one. (laughs) And I said, okay, okay, Sherry. So um, I really was really taken by the honesty of the storytelling and we're in a nation right now that's doing so much work to silence black history. So I would love to hear your thoughts on the film and why it hits you so impactfully. Absolutely. With number one, Isabel, I don't know, um, Wilkerson, if you read her first book that won the Pulitzer Prize. The one with the other sons. Yes. Other sons. All right. Um, and and she makes it clear, uh, you know, in the movie, if you remember, she only had one book before this one came out. (laughs) Has two books. Because this sister is so research-oriented. Yes. She spends years and years and years making certain that before she presents something in print that is totally mm-hmm. accurate, that is not debatable. Okay, yep. this is the fact. Now, you may not like the fact, but yep. this is the fact. The Nazis did, in fact, pattern the Holocaust mm-hmm. after what was going on in the United States. Yes. Now, that's about as deep as it can possibly get, okay? And it kind of explains how at one time, uh, you know, uh, the civil rights movement and the Jewish community were in lockstep. And that's that's gone by the wayside. But evidently, they had this knowledge. They knew already what we were suffering, what we were going through. Uh, Let me just go back to the day Ava uh, read the book. And realized that everybody was not going to read the book. Black intelligentsia would, okay? Mm-hmm. Jewish intelligentsia, okay? Uh, folks who are readers would read it. But she felt that the message was so important that it needed sight and sound yes. for just the average Joe and mm-hmm. Jane to be able to receive this message because she understood there was a message in this book. And because the truth is, if you don't know your history, 
and you don't understand it, you are doomed to repeat it. There it is. We're talking to Miss Kathy Hughes, the founder of Urban One Inc., and we're celebrating Black History Month. Make sure you go out and see the movie Origin. Our conversation will continue when we come back. Listen, laugh, and learn right here with the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And I am here with Ms. Kathy Hughes. So she couldn't get a studio to do it. None of the studios would touch it. So she raised the money independently, including a very large grant from the Ford Foundation. Darren and the Ford Foundation also re- recognize the fact that this book was so profound, so deep, that a lot of people would not have the time nor the interest in reading a book that was actually counter to what we've been taught all these years is about racism. And she, this movie clearly disputes that. She points out that in India, where there's a caste system that still exists, all the Indians look the same. She points out that the Jews look like the Germans. Okay, how were they able to distinguish? She points out that the caste system is more detrimental to our future and our existence than racism ever could be. And I think that that changes the narrative of why we keep having to start over. Why are we black, white, Asians, Hispanics, all of us, we're allowing these books Last year, you know, there's a television show that talks about banned books. Mm-hmm. Last year, the number was close to 4,000 books were pulled out of libraries and schools. Yep. How do you expect us to remain the number one nation in the world if we have ignorant people? If people are not informed about the reality of the history of our country? And they're eliminating it. For what reason? Okay, it well, doesn't you know why they're sense. eliminating it. What do you think the take is on why they're eliminating it? Well, in order for the caste system to succeed, there has to be a top and a bottom, right? Correct. So there has to be a, high, a top caste and a lower. And racism is just a form of caste system. So in America... Racism is the caste system. And I mean, this was the case in South Africa as well, right? And yes. even in other places where it may not be as formal, but it's still acted upon. Like if you look at Australia and how they treat the indigenous people of Australia, right? But the caste system of um, there being a group at the top that gets to preserve that power requires there to be a bottom. And as we see population growth, as we see the shifting and moving of people from the global south to the west, et cetera, they have to figure out ways to continue to preserve that power. And so yeah. they need to keep people dumb. <laughs> they need to keep more people dumb and less people smart so that less people will be fighting for what they deserve, which is equality. And there being no top and bottom in that sense of a way. I totally, I totally agree with that. My support and and my campaign to get as many people uh, to see this movie is to stimulate conversation Mm -hmm. because particularly with it being banned in because, you know, the whole civil rights movement, so many protests, so many demonstrations, so many changes originated in the classroom. A lot of things 
heard during the civil rights movement that were triggered by the kids at Kent State, a group of white kids mm-hmm. getting gunned down. All right. Yes. None of that's taking place anymore. Our preachers aren't talking about social justice. Our preachers are talking about self-fulfillment, talking about, you know, okay, living your dream. At one time, you couldn't walk into a barber shop uh, without hearing civil rights or into a beauty parlor. Now you go into a barber shop and they're talking about who got the biggest contract and how much they're making on that contract. Mm-hmm. And if you go into the beauty parlor, we're discussing, uh, you know, are Jay-Z and Beyonce as happy as they appear to be? <laughs> Okay. All right. We're talking about people as opposed to the issue of trying to move our entire peoplehood forward. The reality Mm -hmm. is that, yes, there's an Oprah. Yes, there's a Jay-Z. Yes. But the poverty level is increasing in our inner cities. Our children are going to jail at 12 and 13 now. They have surveys that show whether or not this black child is going to be incarcerated or uh, <laughs> keep themselves out of the prison system yes. because the prisons are like hotels. They're being privately built. And so they don't make any money when they're empty. Okay? So they're loading them up with our youth. Well, they're even all of these- using prison labor to make our food, which exactly. sounds a lot like slave labor. Exactly. So but that's you know what's why- something unique? What? You just named people like Jay-Z and Oprah and you up there with the bread, but you out here talking. And I think that there's also the necessity for folks that have had individual success to be a part of speaking to our community the way you are right now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And that's what Ava uh, knew that she needed to do with this book, turn it into a movie Mm -hmm. so that it would speak. So I'm just hoping that enough folks, particularly of color, will go Mm -hmm. see it, come out and feel an obligation, even if they disagree with some of it, but come out and feel, embrace the obligation to tell somebody else to go see it so that at least we can start a different dialogue going on a different narrative in our community. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. We up, we up, we up, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I, Amanda Seals, I'm not available to pick up right now, but I've been thinking about you. So go ahead and let me know what's up. You can get in on any of our topics or let me know what you think about the show. After the beat, leave me a message. Hi, Amanda. I'm Jalen from Houston, Texas. I love your show and I love your activism. I am just so disappointed to hear Tyrese give big ups to the Latin community all while in the same breath 
completely tearing down the black community as if we don't have systemic racism against us and have been against us for, I don't know, maybe lots of years. <laughs> and so it's just, it saddens me because as an artist with such a huge platform, I just feel that it's so irresponsible for him to be, you know, posting that type of propaganda and rhetoric. And so I just, I, I want better, you know, from our black artists like him, you know, especially as a black man, you know, so girl, I, I yeah, he, he made me upset with that one, but yeah. Love you, Amanda. <laughs> Love you too. Boy, he was bothered. He said, <sighs> Couldn't even just moan it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you know we 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 oftentimes find ourselves looking at these stories from a much bigger perspective, right? So, like, trust me, I'm not really paying any dust to Tyrese, but he's not the only person who says stuff like this and thinks this way. And I oftentimes feel like a lot of Black folks really do not regard that we are our own culture, that we are our own community, you know, that we are a people. And so, I'm always trying to do my best to really just exemplify that in a myriad of ways, uh, whether it's on stage or on the air or in my other work. So I feel you, brother. I feel you. And um, as for Tyrese, you know, happy Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) I wanted to ask you, do you think that's self-hate or what do you think that is? Yeah, I think it's self-hate. Okay. I mean, I think it's self-hate. I think it's also just, um, you know, a lack of real connectivity. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like you went to an HBCU. Uh, I didn't go to an HBCU, but I feel like I was always in like really black spaces with people who really honored blackness and, you know, centered like our love in ourselves. It's those Fast and Furious movies. Don't touch with the community. He needs to do another baby boy. Yeah. (laughs) That's the other part of it, too. Like, he's like really a part of black culture in that real way. And you're like, bruh, cut it out. But you know what? I remember Tay Diggs talking about this. Mm. Tay Diggs was saying that even though he was doing all those 90s movies that we know him for, that he really wasn't looking at it like, yeah, I'm popping. He was like, I need to be over with the white movies. Yeah, yeah. And only when he got older did he realize, like, wow, I played myself. He's an icon in the book from those black movies. Yeah. So, you know, it takes time, y'all. It takes time. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Show. It's your girl Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Today is Friday, February 9th, and I have to ask a very serious question. Are you ready for Usher's halftime show this Sunday? Are you ready? Do you have the moves? Did you bring out your Heelys for when he does the inevitable choreo from You Don't Have to Call? Because I know I'm going to be there because I know the choreo. I mean, I'm not going to like physically be there, but I will definitely turn on my TV for that. All right. And shout out to Jesse Collins, my homeboy and Dion Harmon, who produced the Super Bowl halftime show. I know they're in the thick of things right now and they're going to give it to ya. All right. Now, coming up this hour, we're spending more black joy and we're going to check the voicemail. We got a lot for you. Make sure you stick around because this is your place, your home, your space to listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's Amanda Seals. How y'all doing out there? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And you know, every Friday, I like to give y'all a whole lot of this. A story of black joy. 
Mayor London Breed of San Francisco has announced a plan to offer summer courses in partnership with HBCUs. The initiative is titled Black to San Francisco. How catchy. And is spearheaded by the city's Human Rights Commission. It will offer courses at San Francisco State this summer and was created for students to offset the low number of workers who populate downtown San Francisco. From 2020 to 2022, San Francisco lost 65,000 residents who left for more affordable housing options. It's very expensive in San Francisco. Additionally, yeah. the University of San Francisco will provide students with housing for summer for the summer program and the University of California San Francisco will collaborate with HBCUs to expand mental health mentoring, training, and internships. Mayor London's long-term plan is to launch a satellite campus partnership with several HBCUs, including a physical location and a full suite of academic and professional programming. Yes. Now, one of the things that I'm noticing throughout all of these Black Joy stories is education, whether it's financial literacy, whether it's just access to education um, and I think that that is a very telling thing and it makes me really happy that we're seeing that on such a high level because it means that the people who are on these high levels are reaching back, okay? Mm-hmm. Pulling us up, not by our bootstraps, but by our brains because that's them, where we need to be doing it. Give them the quote. Community quote. We oh. are each other's business. <laughs> when we look out for each other, we lift each other up. There it is. <laughs> Y'all know I mean it when I say it. I say it when I mean it. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked right here to listen, laugh, and learn. <laughs> Smart bunny up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Delving deep into your favorite creator's musical insights. I know this is one of your favorite records, and it's one of mine, too. Talking about their favorite records. It's for the record. Yeah, everybody loves that song. Man, it was number one in the country. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. It's time for us to go picky, picky for the record with our headliner of the week, the comedian, actor, writer, producer, James Davis, L.A.'s own now. Y'all know the way for the record goes. I'm going to give our headliner the scenario. They're going to give us the song. All right. So let's start. Mm-hmm. Let's jump it off. First off, mm-hmm. James Day. Mm-hmm. What is a song that describes your life right now? Ooh, my life right now. It's a Jeezy, Shine On Him. I know it's, it's, it's on his new album. 
but oh. it's pretty much talking. It's, yeah, I know. It's I not a. It's just my album. song right now. It's just my song right now. I apologize, but it's it's like it has a very like seventies like soulful like chorus, mm-hmm. and then it goes into like this trap beat for the verse, mm-hmm. and pretty much he's talking about like you know. People be hating. <laughs> That's pretty much the <laughs> people be hating. But you gotta keep. But you gotta keep on shining on them. All right, he gotta keep on shining on them. I mean, he he says a soulful. Yeah. It's a soulful beat. That's why soulful he that trap song. So he could pay for that sample. All right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, yeah. why? When it comes to haters, do you feel like you have like a an, a hater abundance? I feel like it's. To me, it's like a motivation, like Michael Jordan, like kind of like using the reality and turning it into motivation. Like, do I, I don't feel like there's a bunch of people who like hate James comedy. I feel like I don't have haters. I have sleepers. Okay. You know, I have a lot of sleepers and your sleep is hating on my money. So I need you to wake up and get on the and get on the bus with me because I'm out here doing uh, I feel like high level uh, comedy, acting, writing, producing, and I need that right now. The following and, the, and all that—that's that's where the money's at right now. You know, like comedy is a big bringer room show, so it's not where your talent level is at. It's how many people coming with you to the door, and so I need people to wake up and start showing up and Absolutely. showing up and following. You know, just just hop on board. So how do you I'm, I'm on that campaign. I mean, I'm just playing the game. I, I feel like we, we, of our generation, we came up and we watched people do do late night and, and, and get a sitcom. And, and there were certain levels you did that were based on your talent and getting c- certain showcase opportunities. And then when that happened, you would then move on mm-hmm. to uh, bigger and bigger and better things. And right now that's kind of stalled out due to social media. You said that you like basically carved out your own world there. So I want to know what's a song that speaks to your college years? Ooh, to my college years. <laughs> Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do it. That was every night. I feel like that played every time I walked into somebody's dorm room. It was like, this is how we do it. I'm watching. Like, we are, gonna, we are, we are up. You. It's lit. Like, I'm here. James is here. This is how we, it could be the cafeteria. Oh, sh- this is how we do it. Basketball game, Division Three. We're going to lose. This is how we do it. Yeah. Cheering on my friends who actually graduated. This is how y'all did it. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like my stomach hurts because I really feel like that's how it be. For me, it Yo, was. For me, it Black was. Student Union. This is how we do it. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> <sighs> we'll be right back. We got more. For What's upon a time in 94? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We are in the middle of Ficky Ficky for the record with comedian, writer, producer, actor James Davis. What is a song that you listen to either to inspire you to write or maybe when you're writing? Mm, Inspire me to write. Do you ever listen to music? You know, it it depends on it depends on the scene. I I write depending on the scene. So, for example, um, 
I'm, I'm developing a show right now with Onyx at Hulu with uh, Princess Penny, low key. So in the opening scene, they're getting ready to do a bust, like a, a, a kind of police bust. Mm -hmm. And so for me, as I was writing the scene, because the main character is addressing the rest of his team, I was playing Selly Cell, it's going down tonight on repeat. It's going down tonight. And I'm just writing like, yeah, it's going down tonight. So, <laughs> so yeah. So like, it just depends on what I'm, or like if it's like a romance scene, I might uh -huh. play like, a go-to song is Robin Thicke, I Need Love. That's an album cut. I don't know that record. It's on, yeah, I don't even know what it, what album it's on, but like, look up Robin Thicke, I Need Love. It's like, I need love, love. but just, it's like, I, any character, yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a cut, but it's like, you can put any character who's like in need of love or like, there's always somebody looking for love, you know, like it just, it puts me in the mode. So yeah, Robin Thicke, I need love, Sally Sells going down. <laughs> there you go. That's a contrast for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, my Comedy last or drama? One, my last one, and I always ask our comics this, what is a record that you play when you know you killed it? When you know you got off stage and you left everything there? It's on fire. Smoke. You know, I, there's so many. Give me so one. So many. Uh, I hate to be, I hate to be, it's just like, you know when the answer's in your head, but you like, ah, there could be something else, but the answer's <laughs> already in your head. Yes. It's it, it, dreams and nightmares. It's like, come on, man. Give me, come on, man. <laughs> I used to dream for times like this, man. <laughs> I used to dream for times like this. <laughs> you know what's trippy though? Mine is a dream song too. Mine is what Ellie Dollar Sign, Dreaming. And it's. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's something about the dream where it's like. Go and get it. <laughs> Why don't yeah. you gotta? Why don't you gotta? Like, I mean, Godfrey's was. Um, what was God? Godfrey's was like, I bet you won't hit a mother. <laughs> like, Yo, was, that's. Which, Wait, my uh, other my other deep cut song, and this is either before I perform or after. Most likely, no, it's my before perform song. Young Jeezy, which has been a theme for this a episode. Theme. Uh, uh, Sky's the Limit, I think. It's the one where he's like, I'm the realest in it. You, you already know go. one trapper every year for a time on the road. What they give you? <laughs> what they give you? <laughs> I'm the realest in it. <laughs> yeah. You already, you already know. know. I won Trapper of the Year four times in a row. <laughs> four what times. this crowd got to say to me, I'm a four-time Trapper of the Year winner. And that's and it just hit. <laughs> I hear it. Yeah. I'm there. My whole age came out in this episode. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Thank They're you. like, this guy is a young Jeezy fan. <laughs> Not Jeezy, Young Jeezy. I showed them. I still have my Angry Snowman baby tee. So that come on you know, now. It's a baby Snow tee, and it's a glittery <laughs> Angry Snowman. All right, and Snowman. It was, on a hanger. it was on a hanger. Well, James, it is always a pleasure. You know that you my peoples, and I love you. And please tell the people where they can check out more James Davis to keep this Young Jeezy yes. trend in their life. Right. <laughs> You can follow me at the James Davis. Hey. Follow me. <laughs> That's on Instagram. <laughs> at the James Davis 3. That's on TikTok. 
TikTok. Yeah. What about YouTube? <laughs> YouTube. Just Google my name. There you <laughs> Just go. search James. <laughs> yeah. J-A-M-E-S, Davis. There you yeah. go. We'll be right back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. <laughs> okay. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hello? 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 <laughs> gotcha. You know I'm old school. It's Amanda Seals from the Amanda Seals Show. I want you to go ahead and leave me a message. I want to know what's on your mind. I want to know what's in your heart. I want to know if you learned something. Drop it after the beat. You know what to do. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. I'm calling in reference to the Fonnie Willis debacle. I don't know what was her reason for even getting involved with this person. She just seemed way too intelligent and way too astute to the game Mm. to not know that once she went after Donald Trump, all bets were off and they were going to come at her with everything. So a big part of me feels like there is definitely some level of setup in this, but typically women aren't as easily um, swayed by sex. So the fact that she's getting caught up with another, uh, with a man over a sex scandal just seems really odd. So I don't know what her reasoning would be, but it calls into question everything. And that's all they wanted to do is to really just discredit her and basically make the story about her and her lack of judgment versus what she's trying to do with actually going after Trump. So I have this concept that I think a lot of us women in like positions of intellectualism, positions of power, um, oftentimes suffer from myself included. And it is called smart woman, dumb girl syndrome. Mm. And it's almost like, and again, I don't know Fani, so I can't necessarily apply this to her directly, but it feels like it has some of the same temp holes. It's like, we have been so advanced in our work in our scholarship, in our academia, that we kind of were late in really learning the the best ways to operate with like men. And mm. in in like the, it's not, it's not a street smarts thing, but it's more like a heart smarts thing. Cause I'll, I'll see sisters who I don't necessarily consider to be like intellects, but they know how to rock with that though. Yeah. <laughs> like. I, I don't know. I don't think that that's a gender thing. I think people can get caught up regardless of whether you're a man or woman doing, you know, caught up in the moment. Like, I don't think that's a gender specific thing because I've seen women jump out on the limb just like I've seen men jump out on the limb. I guess the reason why I say it's a gender thing (laughs) is because it's so much harder for women to get it back when they do that. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. (laughs) Like men don't get labeled like, oh, you a hoe or, you you know, whereas like if a woman does that, she can get tainted as like, you know, not respectful or not trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Like it can it can actually affect her whole professional career. Whereas, like, your homeboy, uh, the, the brother who was the coach of um, 
the coach who got they me- got him up out of there though. But he's somewhere him. else now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think <laughs> Bobby quick. will be back. Yeah, like look at Diddy, people like that too. So yeah, it's evening up. I don't think it's a wise decision. No, Diddy is no Diddy is sexual assault. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. that. For uh, for women, central, yeah. For so many women, it feels like you got to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to go this track, which means like you can't really focus on men, like you got to really be locked in, or are you going to like center family, et cetera, et cetera? So for a lot of us, like if you get put on that track, it's kind of like you didn't get the skill set in that area. Yeah, keep it out of the job, whether you're man, woman, a, I whatever. Think safe. I think that's keep the safest. The job. I think that's the safest. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. your favorite comedian and common sense specialist and it is national pizza day quick supreme how do you like your pizza i like a plain cheese pizza or mushrooms no how'd you go from plain cheese to mushrooms like that's not even like a i feel like you skipped over some like i don't eat um i don't eat beef and pork and all that stuff so i'm kind of a basic pizza guy i see i see i moved to los angeles and became someone who eats a cauliflower crust. Okay, yeah, you fan. You know, with a with a vegan cheese, uh, um, and a uh, vegan pepperoni. So okay, it, yeah, it, it looks like what I was used to when I was eating a slice while walking in the streets of New York, but it it is not. Now, yeah. by the way, though, if I'm in New York, sometimes just for old time's sake, when I was struggling (laughs) I will get a slice like I was going to a play and I didn't have time to eat and I was so mad at myself and then I remembered like baby you you came from from the gravel in New York you was stomping these streets get you a slice yeah just the the, especially the ones in the train station that that spot in the train station and um yeah because it's the exhaust fumes and the urine (laughs) mixing with the grease and it gives it a special seasoning special seasoning yeah (laughs) we got more show for you right here we're gonna give you some black joy our resident movie critic Desmond Thorne will join us for another edition of watch don't watch and we're going to get into the black spin and things I learned this week. It's another fabulous Black Joy Friday here at the Amanda Seals Show. Give us a ring. one 5 amanda 8 Keep it locked. All right, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And you know, it's time for me and DJ Supreme to hit y'all with the the black spin. Yes, yes, yes. So we were talking about this the other day in the group chat. Somebody had a very interesting. Do you even call them tweets anymore? Now that it's called. Ad- I will always call yes, them tweets. Yes. His so- mama call him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> so uh, shout out to uh, Ray Eagle. I guess that's how I'm saying her screen name right. She says, I don't like to be in white people's business, but am I wrong if I say that I think Britney was a bigger pop star than Taylor? Like in terms of reach, Britney reached me, a black kid from the hood, Taylor didn't. So we're talking about white artists that crossed over that you may like. Now, I know y'all are like, it's Black History Month. Blue-eyed soul. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I think that's interesting because I feel like there's artists that cross over and then like cross back, mm. right? Like I feel like Justin Timberlake like really came out swinging to yeah, black people. Yeah. Like he had the clips on a record, right? right. Like because he was with Neptunes and yeah. and um he was with Neptunes and he was also working with Timberland. So I feel like he came out that way, but then I don't know if it's I feel like I can demarcate it at the the Super Bowl, but I feel like he he fell off like the crossover. He fell off the cross. He'll jump on and then jump off. Like when he had the one with Jay-Z, um, what was it? Suit and tie. It was kind of like he was back on it. Then he That was a little moment. I was DJing at that time. Do you know um any Taylor Swift songs? I really know one Taylor Swift song. I only know one, and it's from the last album. Um, and it's called Covert Narcissist. And it oh, goes wow. album cut. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, uh, no, and it's um me, me, I'm the problem, it's me. And the only reason I know it is because when I heard it at my next door neighbor's house, I was like, oh. if all women sang, if all white women could really understand that, mm-hmm. we'd have a different world. <laughs> I know uh shake it off. That's the only one I know. Oh, yeah. If you're gonna shake it off. You know, that's the kind of song where it's like, it came out and I was like, I don't ever have to hear this again. Yeah. <laughs> it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Are there any other white crossover artists that you know from crossing over that, you know, align with your spirit? Um, I'm not different. I'm not even saying that they necessarily align with my spirit, but like Adele, I feel like is a crossover that aligned with a lot of black people's spirit. Mm, like she yeah. really like got into that space. Um, you know, that's a really tough one because are we calling Eminem a crossover? I feel like he was, he never crossed over because he was always over here. <laughs> um, I feel like more like with Eminem, Eminem is kind of funny to me because I don't really feel like Eminem had any songs that were club bangers. So I've never been to a club like, yo, turn that Eminem on like ever, even if it was a crossover type club. So that's where I don't feel like Eminem has ever really crossed over to a black artist audience because he doesn't really have that club banger for you. I have one. What's that? Michael McDonald. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say <laughs> that one. Yes. I can't forget. And yes. Bobby Womack. I mean not Bobby Womack. Bobby um Come on. Um, I know who you're talking about. Oh, there school. are times yes. when yes. you need yes. some Bobby Caldwell. Yes. People didn't even know he was black. And did you know that when he came out, they purposely didn't put his face on the cover of his album because really? they knew his sound was so black and they didn't want it to undermine black audiences buying it. Wow. I think Tina Marie is the same way. Like <gasps> Tina Marie. Great is- one. Yeah. Yeah. I think she might be the one. Yeah. I think she might be the ultimate one. Yeah. She's the ultimate one. Yeah. Because I don't know that any white people know who Tina Marie is. Uh, Lisa Stansfield, um, been around the world. And I, even though she's a one hit wonder, but yeah. But it's that, that, that did hit. Yeah. Yeah. That hit. Um, so here's one that came and then went back across pink. Yeah. She did start out like with more of a marketing plan towards a black audience. Because she was on LaFace. Yeah. And she had Babyface writing for her. And then. She, I, I, I don't know. Oh, I ain't seen yeah. a pink 
I don't know a pink song since she was swinging from the rafters at the Grammys. Post Malone is like that too. Post Malone. Oh, really? Yes. White Iverson was more like supposed to be like a hip hop song. And then it uh-huh. kind of just, he just went and crossed over and he was gone. <laughs> All right. Bye, Post. All right. <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have it. But one thing we have to remember about all of them is that they are performing black music. Absolutely. All right. And the only reason we're even giving them credit is because these are folks who have actually acknowledged I am performing black music. Honorable mention, John B. He's the male version of Tina Marie. Yes. Yes. Come on. They don't know about this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you have it, y'all. See, there you have it. We'll be right back. Y'all see Amanda Seal show. Happy Black History Month. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seal show. I'm Amanda Seals and it is time for us to get into our weekly watch. Don't watch where our resident Film and TV connoisseur Desmond Thorne saves us so much time by telling us what we should watch and what we don't need to waste our time watching. Desmond, get us together. Absolutely. Yes, yes. This week we are talking about famous Black musicians. Our watch is about a famous jazz singer. And our don't watch is about an icon of the soul genre. So... This may come as a shock to some of you, but our watch this week is the United States versus Billie Holiday. Have you really? seen it, Amanda? Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, shout out to my boy Melvin Briggs. One hundred percent. And like, it's definitely not a perfect movie, but this and Andrew Day is absolutely amazing. Yes. And I like that. She's so good in it. And I like that it focuses on a very specific thing about her life and doesn't try to like cover the whole thing. Like this yeah. is really focused on how the federal department of narcotics and the government at large were after her for performing strange fruit. So I like that specificity, you know, like I feel like when you try to cover everything, it just makes a it, it, it just makes it feel general, you know? <laughs> it feels like little Life touch zero in. Yes. yes. You know what, though? Um, you don't feel like it got a little too fantastical at the end. I mean, for sure. And I mean, that's the thing about Lee Daniels. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And that's, you know, that's Lee Daniels. I do appreciate that he's always trying something. And it does feel like a very genuinely queer filmmaker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Always a little splash. And yes. that film is available on Hulu. And our don't watch is a film called Respect. Respect <gasps> is about the life of Aretha Franklin. This and I have to nice. say that I. I honestly just thought that it was okay. You know, there was a lot of hype around this film based on Jennifer Hudson's incredible singing abilities. And I think she still has like a couple of films to really get her out to that. It's a big task. It's really difficult. I mean, the bar is high. We've seen some incredible performances of Black icons. Denzel by Malcolm X, you know, Angela Bassett, Tina Turner. So we expect a lot. (laughs) And it just didn't hit for me, you know? It doesn't really zero in on something specific about her life. It kind of is about her whole life up to the Amazing Grace concert. So it's just... 
general, which was disappointing since she was a recently lost icon. And I think a lot of people would like to know more about her, you know? All right, well, I'm not going to waste my time. I was going to, I, I've seen it flash <laughs> across my, you know, my feed and I'm just like, okay, okay. But, you know, um, I do take yeah. your recommendations yeah. very seriously. And I do agree with the Thank first film. Even if it's fantastical, it is worth a watch. So I totally. concur. I concur. Thank you so much, Desmond, for always <laughs> keeping us uh, in our bandwidth. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes. You know, not wasting our streaming time. All right, y'all. That's the Amanda Seal Show. Watch your watch. Shout out to Desmond Thorne. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Things I learned this week. Yeah. Shout out to you, Seal, for being a real one. We trying to learn. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for another Things I learned this week. Yeah. All right. Since it's Black History Month, I felt like we should do some Black history. All right. Did you know, because I did not know this. Sometimes I'd be like, did I even go to school for this? Did you know that Wall Street first started out as a slave auction? I don't know why I didn't know that. Um, I feel like maybe I knew that, but like I didn't research it. So it was like something I'd heard. But basically, Wall Street's roots and founding. I know that there I know that that part of the island was a slave auction, but I didn't Mm. know that Wall Street, the institution was associated with slavery. Um, I mean, there's really nothing in America that isn't, but Mm. it operated as a slave market for more than 50 years. And the way the South gets tied to slavery as if northern states didn't participate in it is crazy. But that really is a thing. And um it really was something that let me know, like, we just need to fight as hard as hell to not mm. let the history of this country continue to get buried. OK, now, speaking of people's histories getting buried, I thought this was interesting. It's not black history, but Cecilia Payne Gaposchkin's 1925 thesis that the sun is mostly hydrogen and helium was rejected by a professor who called it mm. impossible. Wow. Years later. The same man who rejected it realized that she was in fact correct mm. and was credited for yeah, the I discovery. Knew that was coming next. I knew that was coming next. <laughs> for decades. And a prominent astronomer called her original discovery the most brilliant PhD thesis mm. ever written in astronomy. Wow. Now, to take it back to black history, did you know that? Nina Simone never won a Grammy. Tupac never won a Grammy. Jimi Hendrix never won a Grammy. Diana Ross never won a Grammy. Bob Marley, zero nominations. Zero nominations? Nominations. Wow. That just goes to show it's not too much, you know, merit in having a Grammy like that. I think it's very overrated. I mean, neither of us have been nominated. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, it's like, great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but I agree. <laughs> and that is your Things I Learned This Week right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
you for joining us, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's been a Black Joy Friday. If you missed any part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seals Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcast. Also, make sure to check out my podcast, Small Doses Podcast. Want to let y'all know that if you're enjoying watching the videos of Small Doses Podcast, it's only going to be available on YouTube for a couple more weeks, and then it's going behind the paywall, y'all. You're going to have to go to that Patreon, yes, and sign up and subscribe to get the goods. That's how it's working right here at the Amanda Seals world. All right. But here at the Amanda Seals show, you can follow us on YouTube and Instagram at Seals Said It. And make sure you call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Hope everybody has a safe, relaxing weekend. We'll be right back on Monday to give you more of this good stuff. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Peace, y'all. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up.